have you bought your Halloween candy yet? No, that's a last minute same day purchase for me. Oh, no. Don't you worry that they'll be out of all the good stuff? <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually hoping they will be. That's my plan. Oh, my gosh. My favorites are the peanut butter cups. So I wanted to make sure that I got them to hand out to the kids in my neighborhood. Well, you're a lot braver than me because I'd be cleaning out the bowl before the trick-or-treaters arrived if I bought my favorite candy to pass out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will probably have a portion of it to myself. <laughs> I just can't help it, though. You know, it's the holiday season. I know. And those candies, you know, they're available all year round, not just now. Yeah, but tis <laughs> the season, you know. True, and sugar is especially appealing during the holiday season, and that's why for me, I work to remind myself this time of year about the spooky truth about sugar. Because once you know all the health consequences of sugar, it becomes a lot easier to avoid. Today, we'll get into the bigger impact and negative health consequences of sugar and learn how sweet substances are really toxic, destructive, and cause dysfunctional harm to the body. Because sugar is responsible for more than just weight gain and obesity, it's implicated as the cause of other serious diseases too. And I'll tell you the four ways sugar is sneaking up on all of us, and I'm going to give you some tips so that you can more easily avoid excess sugar. My name is Emerson Lane. And I'm AJ, and you're listening to Ovia Weight Loss and Wellness. starting Ovia with you, now I am way more informed on how sugar is hidden in everything. So I've been avoiding the unnecessary sugars like in sauces, dips, and creamers. But Halloween is coming and I absolutely love celebrating the holidays. Me too. You know, we all love holiday treats. And I think that once you understand more about the cumulative effects of sugar, you might have an easier time turning down the excess this holiday season. You know, for me, once I learned the truth about sugar, it changed me. I literally now look at it for what it is. It's a toxic substance that's just as deadly as smoking. You know, the reality is it's a drug like tobacco. One cigarette's not going to kill you, but just like a cigarette, sugar is addictive, which means it's almost impossible to stop at just one. Yeah, usually when I'm at a party and there are treats out like M&Ms, I know I can't even start because I'll just keep going and going. Yeah, I'm absolutely the same way. And a sneaky element of sugar is that there are more than 70 different names and variations. And that's how it's literally disguising itself and sneaking into more than 70% of the items on our grocery store shelves too. So that's why you say it's able to disguise itself because there are so many different varieties. It's not as simple as just looking at the list of ingredients for the word sugar anymore. Yeah, that's right. You know, scientists are constantly changing the molecular structure and name. And that's why sugar's so easily hidden. You know, with names like high fructose corn syrup, monk sugar, fructose, coconut sugar, sucralose, and I could go on and on. And the good news is I provide my members with a full detailed list of all these sugars. And I think the basic thing I want to convey to our listeners is that sugar is sugar is sugar. It doesn't matter what the source or where it's from or what it's called. Right. There's no healthy version of sugar. Right. The bottom line is the human body isn't made to consume sugar in the large amounts that we consume today. You know, if we think about how our relationships evolve with sugar, initially it was scarce and rare, only available seasonally in things like fresh fruits and veggies. And then we learned how to refine sugar down to a crystal from things like sugar cane and sugar beets. Sure, that makes sense, which is why whole fruit is the healthiest version of sugar that we eat. 
Yes, that's right. Whole natural fruit. I'd say that's the most healthy version of sugar, period. You know, but when we started using sugar in its crystal form, that's when the craze started to take off. You know, sugar is something humans have learned to process and extract and formulate. And the problem is our body and metabolism, they haven't adapted and evolved to be able to metabolize sugar as quickly as scientists have been able to manipulate it. Right. Sugar on occasion is all right, and sugar in fruits is the natural form that we were meant to consume it in. The problem is that it's now hiding in everything. That's right. Just like the cigarette, you know, one isn't going to cause you harm, but several day after day accumulate, and it's the accumulation that causes damage. You know, we don't think of sugar as a man-made processed food that it really is, and it's just like tobacco. You know, you can find that naturally in nature, but it doesn't mean that we were meant to consume it. So sugar, no matter the type, is all the same. Unless it's whole fruit, sugar is a man-made processed food that our body isn't adapted to consume daily. Exactly. Okay, so let me tell you the spooky truth about sugar. Okay, most people might not think about their sugar consumption unless they're trying to lose weight. But weight gain isn't the only consequence of sugar consumption. In fact, type 2 diabetes, liver disease, inflammation, hypertension, and high blood pressure are all directly related to sugar consumption. And all of these conditions are really threatening a lot of people's health. Members, if you're listening to this, Emerson has a video in the library called The Health Consequences of Sugar, where she goes into detail on how sugar specifically causes multiple conditions. That's right. Metabolic syndrome, gout, uric acid also become a problem from too much sugar consumption. Triglyceride levels increase too, which means bad cholesterol levels get elevated, and that can lead to heart disease and stroke. So I would summarize it all to say the harmful effects of sugar typically begin with dysfunction, and then over time, the dysfunction can result in disease. Now, I like to think of sugar as a secret agent trying to sabotage your metabolism. Ooh, secret agent man. <laughs> yes, secret agent sugar. Okay, one of the ways sugar is trying to sabotage our health is in the liver. Sugar is sent to the liver to be detoxified, but it infiltrates the organ and it stays behind as fat, which is why for the first time in our history, more Americans than ever are experiencing liver dysfunction in the form of type 2 diabetes, elevated insulin, and non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which can ultimately lead to liver failure. Wow, I had no idea that sugar could cause liver failure. Yeah, but if it doesn't entirely infiltrate your liver successfully, just like any other super spy, sugar has its contingency plans. You see, our bodies naturally prefer to store fat all around the body, subcutaneously under the skin. But sugar sabotages our body's natural fat storage, and it stores it as visceral fat, which is on top of your belly and all around your midsection, creating what's known as sugar belly or beer belly, which is dangerous because that excess fat stored on our belly can interfere with organ function. Oh, I didn't think of it that way, but I guess so, because that's where all of your organs pretty much are. Yeah, but again, sugar is a super spy, and it's great at blending in, and it's hiding its disruption. You know, you don't need to be overweight or obese to have sugar belly or liver dysfunction or any of these things. So how else is sugar hiding in our bodies? 
Okay, well, one of the most common ways sugar sabotages our metabolism is by robbing our cellular energy. Oh, like the sugar coma. Exactly. It's also known as the sugar slump. Sugar literally robs the metabolism of cellular energy, which triggers energy conservation and shifts the body into fat storage mode. You know, if you're tired all the time or ready to crash a few hours after eating or drinking, chances are sugar is the culprit. Wow, that's so crazy. I have noticed that before, though. I'll feel really gross. I'll have no motivation to move and I'll be hungry again, too. Yeah, that's real too. And this is where we get into how sugar infiltrates our brains. You see, once your body's been robbed of its energy, your metabolism signals to the brain to bring in more energy. And that's why you want to eat more. This all makes sense. You go into how sugar drives our appetite way more in episode 12, why you can't stop eating. Yes, that's right. Your body wants to replace the energy and it wants that fast acting quick energy. So it'll trigger cravings for carbs and sugar. And this is the loop that we talk about in that episode, why you can't stop eating. With all the dangers of sugar, should I just switch to artificial sweeteners? Well, no, not so fast, because those have their own caveats and dangers, too, which would require really its own episode to dive into all that, okay? I have multiple videos dedicated to sugar, natural, and artificial sweeteners, as well as, you know, zero sugar substitutes for our members. But there isn't enough time in a single podcast to cover it all. If you want Emerson's personal guidance, go to our website, oviawellness.com. Emerson has so much more information on every topic we discussed in this show. But on top of all that info, as a member, you get her as your coach. She guides you through the content, checks in on you, discusses your personal struggles, and tailors the coaching experience to you personally. Check it all out at oviawellness.com. That's O-V-V-I-A wellness.com. Thanks, AJ. You know, the most important thing that I want to leave our audience with today is that artificial sweeteners are making some big promises right now, but the research isn't all there. And just like anything we discover to cause harm, it takes a lot to get an entire society to make a change. You know, cigarettes were known to cause harm long before the laws and the regulations started to change. And the same applies here, too. I think it's important to point out that the UK and other European countries have bans on certain artificial sweeteners mm -hmm. and even limits in place on how much sugar and sweeteners can be added to their foods. The United States doesn't. That's right. You know, and right now it's kind of every man for himself situation. You know, we're all responsible for managing our own body and taking control of our own health, which means when you know better, you can do better. I found that detox you recommended so helpful last season. In episode five, Drinking and Sugar, you suggest a 14-day added sugar detox, and it was so crucial to getting me back to baseline. Oh, that's great. You know, I'm so happy you brought that up because the reason why that detox, or as I call it, the taste bud reset, <laughs> the reason why that's so effective is because it goes to work to tackle the four ways in which sugar affects the body and causes disruption for us every day. Super spy sugar strikes when you least <laughs> expect him. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So the first way is sugar alters the way we taste things. You know, there are sweet receptor proteins on our tongue, which I'm sure you can guess are sensitive to sweet taste. Yes, and this is exactly why food manufacturers include sugar or artificial sweeteners to food and drinks because sweet is the one taste we'll never refuse. 
So this is the seductive 007 vibes from Sugar, Man of Mystery. <laughs> we always have room for dessert. <laughs> yes, the mystery is solved. Thank you so much. <laughs> we almost never refuse sweet taste, you know, and that's exactly why. You'll see even pet food and baby formulas. They're going to include some form of sugar. You know, they want to make sure that their product is accepted and liked right away every time, which brings us to the next point. Number two, sugar literally changes our relationship with food and causes interference in our preference for healthy food. Here's super spy sugar again, convincing my taste buds that healthy food is bad. Yeah, basically, you know, sugar makes healthy food less appealing. And that's because sweet taste signals to the brain, okay? And then the brain is what fires off a pleasure signal or a dopamine response because the brain likes sweet taste. So sugar is a popular spy. Yes, very charismatic and great at convincing you to keep him around. You know, our brains want to repeat that feel-good excitement it gets from sugar and it demands more. And over time, tolerance increases, which means it takes more sweet to activate the response. So that's how we become adapted to sugar. Because as we said before, sugar is smuggled into so much of what we eat and drink every day. Yes, we are inundated with it. And the sweet taste doesn't register as sweet per se. All we know is that we like it. You know, it tastes good. So that's why it's no surprise that when you eat a piece of fruit, let's say, you know, that fruit doesn't taste sweet. It doesn't register because your sweet taste tolerance is dialed up so high, it's calibrated for more. So we continue to prefer processed foods and artificial sweeteners and add more sugar because we can't taste it in natural foods. Yeah, that's right. You know, and for me, when I was a kid, I'd add more table sugar to my already sweetened cereal, you know, and further down the road, more sweetener to my already sweetened coffee creamer. And that's why I'd rather have the honey lavender latte from the cafe than my everyday coffee with milk. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You know, and let's not run past this point too quickly. I'm not saying that you can't ever have the honey lavender latte. You know, you prefer it, understandably, because it's a nice treat on occasion. But excess sugar will reliably keep us on a processed food train. You know, sugar sabotages our health by causing that conflict with our preferences, and it literally changes our relationship with natural, healthy foods. It was one of the first things I noticed during that detox. Natural foods started tasting a lot better. Yeah, that's insane, right? And, you know, this pulls us forward to the third everyday impact of sugar, okay? It keeps you hungry constantly. Remember, you know, earlier we talked about the sugar slump? Yeah, super spy sugar steals away your energy, which makes you tired. <laughs> yeah, that creates a demand for more energy, which is why your appetite and drive toward food will increase, okay? Sugar makes it difficult to manage hunger, limit portions, and eliminate snacking. And the problem is all of this leads to overconsumption and constant eating. And that's what adds up and accumulates over time into those other negative health consequences and dysfunction, you know, that we talked about earlier. Makes sense. I know it pushed me to eat more and want more food too. Yes, and thank you for making that point because it pulls us forward to the fourth and final thing sugar impacts, cravings. You know, we've already established how sugar can literally change how you think about food and how it pushes you to eat more. Well, basically, 
When you keep the sweet taste alive on your tongue, you keep the sweet drive alive too. And, you know, cravings are a big topic. And that's why I have a podcast episode dedicated to that subject in season one, episode seven. We go over hunger versus cravings because there is a lot to it. So if you haven't already, give that a listen. It is really scary how I noticed all of these things change in my own habits and behaviors after the sugar detox. I didn't have the cravings and I wasn't as hungry. Natural food did taste a lot better and I'm not wanting for fast food or other high carb sweets either. Yeah, and that's the spooky truth about sugar. So to learn more about sugar, check out season one, episode five, Drinking and Sugar, because that's where I go into more detail on the sugar detox AJ's referring to. Okay, great. Let's leave our listeners with some tips on some easy ways to avoid excess sugar. Okay, number one, beware, you know, and don't be fooled by sugar-free and zero sugar claims on the label. I see that all of the time on flavored waters, ice creams, and even candy and chocolate now, too. So what's going on here? Well, it's a move, you know, in response to the recent public health awareness around sugar. You know, back in my day, everything was labeled diet or zero calorie, okay? And that was a quick way to look at a package and know that there wasn't any real sugar and it was likely a sugar substitute. But here's the thing that you need to know. Sugar is still present in all all of these artificial sweeteners, he's just in disguise. These sweeteners aren't just like ghosts floating in the soda can. It's made of (laughs) something to make it sweet. Exactly. And these sweeteners need to be processed somewhere in the body, either in the bloodstream, the liver, or the digestive tract. So that's why when I see that, you know, I slow down and I quite literally avoid the chemical concoctions because I'd rather know the impact and know the substance that I'm eating or drinking and how my body will process it. That makes sense. And that's why I'm now seeing the peanut butter cups that I love now offer a sugar-free option. Yeah, isn't that crazy? (laughs) And this brings us to tip number two. Don't depend on the Nutrition Facts label to list all added sugar. They're allowed not to list artificial sweeteners as added sugar. And if the sugar is in small enough amounts, they can get away without listing it too. Which takes us to tip number three. Take a close look at the list of ingredients. You want to know the names and be familiar with the names of what's included. So don't leave it to your body to solve the mystery. Okay, remember, sugar has more than 70 different aliases, which means it's disguised. Right. So I looked at the back of those sugar-free peanut butter cups, and it had four different types of artificial sweeteners in it. Wow. But was listed on the front of the package as zero sugar and zero grams of sugar on the nutrition facts, too. Yeah, I'm seeing that a lot now too, you know, and this brings me to the next tip, number four, increase your sugar vocabulary. You know, I looked at those zero sugar candies after you told me about them. The first ingredient is a sugar alcohol that's responsible for horrible gas and stomach pain. And it's even had sucralose in it, which is 600 times sweeter than table sugar. So they don't need as much of it to have the same dopamine sweet taste receptor impact. I wanted to highlight it because the American Diabetes Association published a journal article citing a concern that sucralose may, in fact, impact blood sugar. A good little tip you gave me was if the word ends with os, O-S-E, or tol, T-O-L, it's usually a form of sugar. 
Yeah, that's right. And it's a good shorthand method when you're taking a quick glance in the grocery store. And I always say that as long as you keep that sweet taste alive, you keep the sweet drive alive too, which means that artificial, natural, substitute, or whatever type of sugar, as long as you are eating or drinking sweet taste, your brain and body will want more sweet taste. So that brings us nicely to the next tip, number five, don't add sugar, don't drink sugar, don't eat or drink added sugar. And you give this tip in the drinking and sugar episode that we keep referring to. Yes, everyone should go and give that a listen if they're looking for more info, you know, to try to slow down and then reconsider how and when sugar is being smuggled into your body. I think you'll be surprised. Another tip you give in that episode, and a lot in general, is to leave sugar for dessert. Yes, I want to emphasize I still eat sugar. Okay, I just have strong boundaries with sugar, and we only meet on my terms, okay? I eat sugar for dessert, not breakfast. On occasion, I'm going to enjoy a little, and I'm going to make it exceptional, Just don't overdo it all at once. You know, I think of it just like alcohol. Your body needs to detox it, and it's easy to overdose. So just take it easy. That's one of my favorite tips. I think about it now when I want ice cream. I get the kind that I enjoy the most with real sugar, Mm -hmm. not the sugar alcohols. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely not sitting down with the full pint anymore. Yeah, me too. Okay, I'm done with low-carb sugar alcohol substitutes. They don't satisfy, and they still impact you in all the ways that we've discussed today. And I've done the full pint thing, you know, all in one sitting myself. So I do know what you mean. (laughs) Too much of any one thing is unhealthy. And sugar, remember, is a substance, which is why when you literally change how you think about it, you can more easily change how you see sugar. And then maybe you'll be better equipped to proceed with caution. I'm not saying you can't have it. I'm just saying limit it. You know, respect it as a toxic substance and use it and consume it sparingly. Like you always say, enjoy yourself. Don't destroy yourself. Yeah, I do say that. You know, I think that covers it, AJ. So now I want to know, how are you feeling about the Halloween candy? Maybe I'll hold off on buying it until the day of after all. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that is one of the tips that I gave in this week's Halloween newsletter, among others, on how to avoid the Halloween candy binge. If you want access to that newsletter or if you'd like more information, be sure to check out our website at oviawellness.com. That's O-V-V-I-A wellness.com. There you can find more information on our program and get our free content, including a video mini course and our newsletter. Our membership program is available at any time. And as a member, Emerson is your coach, providing weekly hands-on coaching and support. You'll also gain access to our extensive video library made specifically for our members that dives so much deeper into this topic and many more. Stay connected by following us on social media. Emerson goes live weekly to answer your questions at Ovia Wellness. That's O-V-V-I-A Wellness on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks, AJ. I hope I helped you understand sugar more because it's my job to change what you know to help you change what you do. My name's Emerson Lane. And I'm AJ. And if you like what you heard, be sure to follow us or subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And leave a written review. It helps other people find us too. Thanks for listening. 